He's not a good quarterback. I have him in a couple leagues, and I would sell him in a heartbeat if people think he has any value. Right. Because I just don't see it. Um, but I, I know that nobody's willing to pay for him because they, they know it, right? You, you, all it takes is look with your eyes. Welcome into another edition of the officially unofficial Rotoheed Guillotine League podcast. The solo episodes are a thing of the past. We are back. We've got a guest this week. We're talking to Corey. Corey and I play in a number of leagues together, so this is a long overdue conversation. We're going to talk about Corey's draft. Oh my gosh, look at Corey's draft. Picking with the last spot in the first round. Looked like he'd grabbed some talent. It didn't really shake out that way. Corey and I also go off the rails a little bit talking about different leagues, different rebuilds, different situations we've seen, different trades. Hope you'll hang with us. Hope that you find it interesting. Of course, we get a little comment from Corey. What does Corey think of Anthony Leone? You'll have to listen to find out. It's interesting. If nothing else, let's jump in. Corey, my guy, welcome to the podcast. I'm sure there are other places you would rather be this evening, but I am happy that you've carved out a little bit of time to talk about your experience in the league. Yeah, I would much rather be preparing for another waivers run to try and pick up the players, but uh, no, I'm I'm here talking to you. <laughs> and, you know, obviously we're talking because we're both part of this guillotine league, but for me, like, this conversation with you is a long time coming. I don't know the exact number of leagues. I want to say, if we include the Guillotine League, that this is four leagues that we play in together. Can you verify that at all? Have any idea? I, I think you're right. Because um, there's Sully's League, there's mm-hmm. Math uh, Brown's League, and then there's the Roto Heat uh, 96 uh, uh, V1. Yeah, so that this made four. And the funny thing was, I think... I don't think I put it together for a while that like, you know, sometimes when I'm scrolling through, like I'll just see a first name and I don't think I ever put together like, Oh, it's the same Corey in every <laughs> league. And then finally, you know, at some point it just kind of, it just clicked. I think it was probably maybe like at some point seeing like a trade off or something. Cause we made a couple of different trades in 96. Yeah. Just, just this past season. And I would say one of those went pretty good for both of us. And one of those did not go so well for you. Yeah, you got that right. <laughs> yeah, Julio Jones, you bastard. You can't stay healthy. I knew it. I knew he couldn't stay healthy. I don't know. I don't know why I made that trade, but anyway, I did. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. Was it Debo? I think so, but then I got Debo back from you before the season started. So at least I, I made up for it on that one. That's right. The Debo thing turns out to looking pretty good for you. And I will say whether it's in, in, in that league, in Matt's league, or in Sully's Empire League. You know, the one thing I always feel about your teams is I feel like you're a very smart owner. I feel like you're a fair member of the league and that you're kind of savvy, never like in an Anthony Leone, like dirtbaggish kind of way, <laughs> but like in a clearly knows what he's doing and has a good roster or is building towards a good roster in every league that I'm in with you. So I'm curious sort of how you feel about this. You lasted longer than me, which I think is 100% deserved when you look at sort of the way, you, the way you built your team. Realistically, we all want to win every league, obviously. So, you know, the goal is to win this league. But realistically, what's the finish you would have been happy with, maybe not content with, but like you'd be satisfied with? Was it this point 
or was there a point further down the line where you could have said, you know what, anything from here on out is gravy? What's that point for you? Well, I mean, this is, I think, the third year that I've done guillotine leagues. Um, so the first year I lost in the, I was the third person left, or last, uh, sorry, the third person left. Um, and then uh, I lost in the final the last two years. Um, so, you know, would I have hoped to be still going? Absolutely. And that was the plan. But I think really what, and, and Darcy pointed this out to me at one point, like, you know, you look at my, my draft picks and they suck. Um, <laughs> I mean, I got, I got screwed because uh, Saquon Barkley, I mm-hmm. mean, he's been, he's played, he's counted maybe two weeks for me where he's actually done something good. And Calvin Ridley, well, again, he hasn't done a whole lot. Um, so I've gone a long ways <laughs> without much help for my first two picks. So, you know, that, that obviously helped. I mean, I, getting Antonio Brown helped, but then now he's hurt. So it just, you know, I got kind of, uh, I, I think I got a little bad luck there, but you know, that, that happens. I must say, I'm impressed when you say you were like the, like one of the last three teams last year. And then in basically the championship round, the two years before that, this damn impressive a top three finish in three consecutive years. So, so I guess you wouldn't be content with going out where you went out here. No, but, but honestly, Kevin, I knew it was coming uh, because, mm-hmm. you know, I, because I had so many injuries and, and I, I guess some poor draft picks too. Um, you know, I had to spend money way earlier than I want to. I'm the guy just like you were trying to hang on to your money the longest mm-hmm. so that you can dominate at the end. And, you know, I think it was like week five or six or something like that. I had to spend because I was, there was no way I was going to make it any longer. So I dropped, you know, big cash on Kyler and, and Mixon. And that helped lit me along for a while. And then this past week, you know, I said, okay, I got to spend again because, you know, I've had buys uh, with uh, Mixon and, and Saquon. And uh, I think there was somebody else who was either on buy or hurt. So I kind of said, okay, I, I got to spend again. So I got CMC. And he did fine for me this week, but it just wasn't enough. I, I just didn't have enough enough horses. So even if I would have made it past this week, I wasn't going to last very long. See, for me, I think six is like the place I feel good about because it, you know you're when you're talking about eighteen teams, you get to the top six, you're basically in the upper third at that point. You know, you obviously have much loftier goals, having been in the top three three years in a row. You want to win the damn thing. Exactly. I just, I just want to be around the top six, man. Well, you know, and, and last year, so it was me and Mark in the final. Mm-hmm. And I had Camara. And that was the week Ooh. that he exploded. So on the Saturday when the Camara game happened, I'm like, oh, I had him in another dynasty league. So I'm like, I'm winning that one for sure. And I looked in this, uh, this league and I'm like, oh, I've got an amazing start. No problem. And then Mark's guys just exploded on the main Sunday. And it was like, okay, never mind. I had a nice start from Kamara, but I wasn't even close uh, to his team. So, yeah, it's a, it's a fun format. And honestly, it's, there's a ton of luck involved. So, yes, I, I've done well in it. But honestly, each of those years, I could have easily bounced earlier too. Like it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always that one week or two weeks where you're, where you're right at the bottom and you're just waiting for something bad to happen. Um, and, you know, this year I had that way more than, than the other years for sure. It's funny that you have like 
Kamara, because I got to think like there's there's probably not a lot of teams, and obviously guillotine's a, a kind of a weird format to have a championship round because of the kind of rosters you can build. But I can't imagine there's a lot of teams that had Kamara that week and lost. Exactly. Yeah. But I think in the same week, uh, I think Devontae Adams had a huge game mm-hmm. and uh, it might have been Henry and, and someone else. And Mark had all of these other guys that had massive weeks and he just crushed me. Because I had Kamara do awesome and then I had, you know, uh, guys that did next to nothing. Um, so anyway, it happens. That's, that's fantasy. It's, you know, and I, I honestly think, I think Mark had more money than me going into the last week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's never a good place to be. And I think the other time I was in the final, it was with, uh, uh Jeff who's in that, that Roto heat, uh, uh, V1 with us. Oh, Jeff and, G. Oh my gosh. His teams are yeah. always a beast. Oh, they are. Yeah. And he had more money than me. So both times I've gotten to the final that I've gotten to the final, I didn't have the most money and, and you're screwed then mm-hmm. because then, you know, those are all-star teams when you get there. And if you don't have the money, you're not getting the good players. Um, so yeah, that's why I, I was adamant this time. No, I'm, I'm not spending until the end. And, but then I just, I had to, cause I, I just knew I was, I was not going to make it. So I was kind of like, well, I might as well spend and who knows what happens. Um, cause even until I spend on CMC last week, I was not that far away from being, you know, the top in the money. And I still had Saquon who was eventually going to come mm-hmm. back and Ridley who hopefully was going to come back and Brown who was going to come back playing. So I just kept thinking to myself, okay, just limp along, let everybody else spend their money. And maybe I'll, I'll be the guy that has some money and, and won't have to spend it all. But uh, yeah, it didn't happen. You know, when you talk about, you know, you having Kamara and he obviously had a huge week, but then Mark, you think having Adams and him having a huge week, and you, like, you shouldn't remember this next thing I'm going to say, but you play in this league, so I'll say it to you, and maybe then it'll jog your memory. But in, in Matt Brown's league that we started last year, and I, I, feel, I feel comfortable saying this, I had the best team in that league last year. I was the one seed, had the most points, and I'm going up against Ryan, or good friend Ryan Furlong, who I'm confident I'm going to beat him. But if you remember, in Matt's league, there is no trade deadline. Yeah. And hours before the game, he traded CMC, who was injured and not going to play, for Alvin Kamara. I don't remember the trade, but I, I do remember Ryan having winning. And, yes, uh, so do I, because he had Alvin <laughs> Kamara, Aaron Rodgers, and Devontae Adams in the championship round, honestly. And I had Dalvin Cook, who, who had a good game against Kamara, but I knew I was losing that championship game after, like, the Christmas Day game. Because yeah. it's hard to survive that. <laughs> yeah you know what though when i when i lost the, the guillotine i didn't care as much because mm-hmm. you know sully's first empire league i oh, won yes it, oh um, yeah and i won it on the backs of your your bills so i had josh mm. allen and uh Diggs, and i needed good games from both of them in that final uh, well i guess it was the week 16 game last year right and they both just smashed so i ended up winning and, and it was a f- total fluke because i'd been dealt with injuries all year and i was lucky to even be in the playoffs but uh yeah i got lucky you know when i look back at like this past week for you obviously you wish you had saquon you know you you wish kyler's healthy mixon's on a bye which obviously hurts the thing that has to jump out and it does is hawkinson with a zero is a real shot to the balls (laughs) oh yeah like, and yeah. I went and looked it up. He only had one target. So it wasn't like, 
he was dropping what they were throwing to him, he wasn't even getting a chance. Yeah, that was a very, very strange game. Like I, I only watched a little bit because it was there was hardly any scoring, right? right. I usually, well, I usually watch the red zone, and like I was like, man, what's going on there? And then I, I checked the scores, and I'm like, what's happening with Hawkinson? Like, is he not even playing? So I turned it over there, and, and he was playing. They, Goff just wasn't throwing the ball. Um, but Detroit's a terrible team, though, and and you know, but I would have never ever thought to start uh, Firemuth over no. over Hawkinson. I'm not even sure would it have made the difference. Well, I, I mean, Bramruth had very many points either. Did he? Well, I mean, Hawkinson had zero. Yeah. No, so it, it wouldn't have taken. Yeah. It wouldn't have taken much for it to to make a difference. But I'm not sure. You're right. There, there wasn't a lot of scoring in that, obviously. So hard to hard to say if that if that would have kept you alive around longer. You know, yeah, Firemeath would have scored six points, and I don't. I think I lost by more than six. I pretty think sure it was seven. Okay, I was going to say, I think it was like nine or something like that yeah, when I looked yeah. it up. So it, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. You know, something that was brought up, and, you know, I don't know that you had to deal with this, but it's kind of interesting to look at is just the number of teams that have been eliminated due to Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like, is he a guy, and I guess this is kind of an interesting way to kind of get into some of your other picks because – you mentioned before that you took Saquon first overall and both CMC and Saquon who are when healthy, they're like one and two probably in most drafts with health. Are they guys we just have to avoid moving forward, especially in a format like this where someone not being available in one of those early weeks can just doom you. Yeah. I mean, well, I was picking at the end of Mm -hmm. the round, right? So I was 18th and, and yeah, you know, in reality, I was hoping that uh, I think it was Evan that picked in front of me and he took Najee and I really was hoping I'd get him. Um, and I was probably going to go Najee and, and Saquon because um, I was a little nervous about Saquon coming off the, the right. injury. But honestly, if I would have been Travis picking first, I would have taken Kamara or McCaffrey too. Like I, I, you just, you can't, right? Because sure. when he plays, he's guaranteed like 20 points. Um and, you know, none of his injuries that he had last year seemed to be ones that you would think would carry on. But, you know, whatever it is, the guy's starting to break down. Right? He's a running back, and that's, that's what happens. So, father time is, as they say, undefeated. And honestly, we can't really blame you. You were not picking it, like, close to the back. You were the last pick. You were one, you know, 1.18. You're 118, basically. And at that point, as much as we want to say, like, hey, we can't draft Saquon because he's a risk, there comes a point where like the risk justifies, you know, the potential reward that you're going to get there. And I got to think, you know, pick 18 for a guy who, when he's healthy as a top five talent, you're doing that most days, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I honestly, we had to, if we went and did it again, I'd probably still pick him there. Right. You know, because why not? Right. Because even like, you know, I know he got hurt. What was it about maybe week four or something like that. Uh, Let's see what he says here. Yeah, it was in the – oh, sorry, week five. But, like, week three and four, he was starting to round into form. Yeah. And he was getting, you know, 50 points in those two weeks. Like, yeah, it was starting to look like he was a steal. And then, you know, he gets hurt, and now he's out for – and who knows if he's coming back this week. I mean, I hope so, but for Darcy's sake, but I, I don't know. And I own him in a different league and mm-hmm. where, I, where I desperately need him. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't hold up my breath for much – this week, especially against Tampa. So 
earlier today, prior to this conversation, uh, I received mess a couple of messages from mutual acquaintance Anthony Leone, who wanted to know if you and I had already spoken, because he wanted to know what you had said about him. <laughs> so I think his theory is that maybe you two don't get along, and that I think, to use his words, maybe you hate him. Um, <laughs> did you want to maybe just provide a statement on your relationship? No, I, honestly, I don't really know Anthony. Um, I mean, I think he's in, he's in one league that I, that I uh, commissioned. He did um, mention that. Yeah, but no, I, I don't really know Anthony. I mean, I, I don't really like um, how he, he tries to kind of take advantage of people. But hey, it, he pays his money. He can do what he wants. And I certainly respect the fact that he tries to win. Um, and I think he's probably pretty damn good. He's got a good chance to win this league, yeah. I would say. Um, you know, even the trade he did today with, with Stebbs, I mean, it's a, it's a smart trade. Stebbs needed to do something because he had no money and he didn't have any running backs. Um, so, you know, Anthony gets a little better uh, wide receiver. You know, who knows? It might, might turn out for him, might not. I think I think it'll be interesting to see what happens this week. And I think I think Rob's in trouble this week just because he didn't mm -hmm. end up getting anybody, and he's got a lot of guys on by. Um, but having said that, if Rob gets past this week, look out because he's got you know three times as much money as anybody else. So I mean, he he'll roll uh, because every player that gets knocked out, then he can just buy them um, and fill any hole he has. Rob and I may have had a conversation this afternoon about potential strategy to keep him around. Uh, and yeah, I mean, he's, and he's also got, he's got, he's got Aaron Jones who is not going to help him this week, maybe not even next week. But like you said, he's got so much money that if anyone else goes out, he can basically just go and get a replacement running back. And then Aaron Jones comes back and he's loaded. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but like, like that's the thing he's got to get past this week. And and his chances went down when Stebbs made that trade. I would say, because you know Stebbs is is he's at least got a couple running backs now. Now are they great? No, um, but they they they're gonna probably put some points up. Um, so we'll see. So you you play in another league with our friend Anthony there. I would say this as someone who this is my only exposure to Mr. Leone. I think if I played in a dynasty league with him. I think I would be very leery of trade offers that came in from him. In, the, in, in this kind of a format, you know, you don't really get that because pe people are getting knocked out and it's, it's not dynasty, so you're not making trades year to year. And in a league like this, like I was in this league last year, and I want to say that there was a decent amount of turnover in terms of the owners, or, you know, who was playing in this league. So uh, how would you approach him in a dynasty league? Is he someone who, like, you approach with an abundance of caution, given maybe a prior track record shall we say no i don't think so um i i don't think we've ever done a trade together in in the league that we're in but i know uh during the draft i he had he had ended up with um i think in the draft he got dobbins and i got uh swift and i was trying to get dobbins from him for swift and he didn't want to do that uh, so then he wanted to flip flop uh, he had evans and i had dj moore and i was like no no i'm not i'm not doing that um, but you know, I bet now he probably wishes he took Swift for, for Dobbins. Um, but he's, he's made multiple trades since then with other people and he doesn't even have Dobbins anymore. 
Um, but no, he's got a good team in that league. He's, he's certainly one of the, I think he's, you know, in the top three or four um, right now. Um, so, you know, I don't know that he, he can win, but you never know. This next thing is a statement I've had for years. So I don't want you to think this is me placating to you as the guest, but like AJ Dillon sucks, right? Oh, yeah. like, I, I've yeah. always disliked that was, AJ kick in the, that was the kick in the balls because <laughs> it's it's funny because like my I coach my son's hockey team and I had mm-hmm. to go uh drive to the game while the Packers game was going on and before I left I looked at the scores I'm like oh I'm good Nate's gonna be if he's past me it'll be barely past me and by the time I got to the rink it was like a you know half an hour drive away I'm like the game's over and I'm like are you kidding me like, how the hell did that happen? And I looked at A.J. Dillon, and it was like 28 points. I'm like, no. And I'd heard that Aaron Jones got hurt. And, you know, I was like, oh, man. And I own Aaron Jones in a ton of leagues. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think I have Dillon in maybe two of those leagues where I have him. But, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be a little challenge. So. Never been an A.J. Dillon fan. Uh, I know people who wanted him drafted to Buffalo – I don't really get it. Seems slow. Seems like he just kind of took advantage of real good blocking in college. Not a fan. And obviously, you know, when that happens to you, obviously now I'm less of a fan because I like <laughs> you, Corey. But yeah, freaking AJ Dillon. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what? I, I, I look at him similar to that, that Moss guy from Buffalo. Oh God. I, I just, I don't, like, I'm not sure what people see in that guy. I, I kind of got roped in and took him in a few leagues this year. And I'm sitting there going, there's not much to see here. Like, he's not very fast. He's nowhere near as big as, as Dylan either. Um, but I don't know. I, I bet you I'd love to own Dylan in every league right now where, well, yeah, sure. where Jones is out because um, <laughs> uh, he's going to put some points up. Um, I, the thing that, that surprises me, though, with the Packers is, like I thought for sure that Dylan would be the guy they used the goal line because he's so big, but yeah. they, they tend to use Jones. Now Jones is pretty awesome, especially when he's getting a nose for the end zone. Um, so I guess I can see why they do it, but yeah. Yeah. Can- he, he's the bane of my existence for sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, did, did he have Ramondre Stevenson too going or was that, he just maybe picked him up because I see he's on his team. I don't remember. I'm trying to remember now. I can't remember if he had him or not. I, obviously, the AJ Dillon thing jumps off the page partially because. No, he didn't have Stevenson, actually. He must have picked no. him up this week. Um, so, yeah, no, but Dillon certainly, he's the one that screwed me. <laughs> Guaranteed. So, you well, actually, he has, he has Gibson, too. Mm-hmm. So he probably yeah. started him and he, he did well. Um, he did, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh. No big deal. Like I said, I wasn't going to last very long. I only had like $45 or something like that. So it wasn't, it wasn't going to be long. It's actually kind of impressive. You know, I was looking through your draft, which you've alluded to a little bit. I was looking through that this afternoon and you see, obviously you mentioned this already. You're picking one eighteen. That first pick is Saquon. You follow that up with Calvin Ridley. Maybe the Saquon thing had some built-in risk, but the value at that late is hard to pass up. I just, I mean, there's no way for you to forecast this Calvin Ridley situation, you know, no. obviously you, you hope whatever he's going through, he can take care of and that it's, it's secondary that he returns to the football field, but just based on everything you'd seen the years before, he looked like he was primed for 
elite wide receiver season. And then, you know, you get DJ Moore in the third, which I think is look, looks like a great pick, honestly. Just give, you know, given what he put up and how you got him relatively, quote unquote, late when you look at the numbers he's putting up. And then you go TJ Hawkinson, who this week was not great, but is a good tight end. And at, and at that point in the draft, you kind of have to get somebody or wait. And yep. then your next two picks, Antonio Brown, who, as you mentioned, got hurt. But when he's healthy, he, he is getting a lot of attention from Tom Brady. And then you took Zach Moss. <laughs> which, when I could have taken A.J. Dillon. Damn it, I just noticed that. A.J. Dillon's actually the next pick. He's actually the very next pick, which, which I noted. What a gut shot there, yeah. Nice. And then if you jump to the seventh round, like you took Will Fuller, who obviously we, you probably knew he wasn't going to play the first game because of a suspension. But like, what, I think he's played two games this year. Yeah, it looks like so he has eight points. Yeah, he's, he, I've never owned him, and, I, and I, I have never liked him as a player. And I thought, no, at this point, let's take the upside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll never own him again, I can tell you that. <laughs> So as good of an owner as I think you are in the other leagues, you know, and you, like you said, you finished second twice and third once in these leagues. I think it is quite an achievement that you lasted as long as you did, given how many of these early picks of yours were just not available for multiple weeks. Yeah. Well, I think it's a fair bit of luck too, because I was, I was near the bottom many, many weeks. Um, So, and, and honestly getting Mixon when I did, really did well because he took off um, and played really, really well. So, you know, a lot of luck there. So as we start to wrap up a little bit, you know, and we've talked about the fact that you and I obviously play a number of other leagues together. And I've kind of tried to, it's, it's always interesting when you try to explain like a, a situation in a league to someone who's not in that league. So maybe you can help shed some light on this. I don't think it's possible for people to truly grasp how god awful my 96 v1 team is and it's it's not for mismanagement like it's just bad on purpose like oh yeah you went all in last year right oh well okay last year was eighth in scoring but finished second yeah well why not right well well that's what it was is it was i was gonna blow it up and then it was the team was five and oh so i was just like well i'll just push all my chips in win some money to pay for this league for the next couple of years. And then I'll just friggin' blow it up. But it's awful. Like it's, I honestly think it's the worst dynasty team I've ever had in any league ever. Well, you should have seen that, you know, in Charbonneau, he has a league and both, both like someone, Curtis actually won that empire and killed it last year. And I'm cursed in that league because my teams have been God awful ever since that draft started. Mm-hmm. And I think I do okay in leagues, but that, that his leagues, for whatever reason, I'm awful in his new league. I don't know what the hell I was thinking on drafting. I've got an awful team. I was thinking about this whole like productive struggle thing that you hear about, right? Mm-hmm. And, and take a bunch of young guys and finish low. But I've got like a bunch of useless players. And so I can't trade anything to get future picks. So I'm stuck with just my own picks and my shitty players. So it's going to be like, oh, man, I, I don't know how I'm going to rebuild things. But, like, you, you know, your team, yeah, it isn't very good. I can, no, it's I can, awful. I can see that now. I uh, literally have weeks. I, I had weeks before Mark Ingram was traded. I was just starting the entire Texans backfield 
with Philip <laughs> Lindsay and Mark Ingram, hoping one of them would score. Yeah, that well, honestly, it's not that similar to my uh, team in Charbo's uh, Empire League. So let me just, I'll, I'll tell you what the team is. So I went heavy on quarterback. So I've got Allen, mm-hmm. Lance, and, and Deshaun. Is this Superflex? Superflex, yeah. Okay. Uh, so those were like three of my early, early picks. And then, so at running back, I've got my best running back is Javante Williams. Okay, my he's next, good? Yeah. My next best one, I don't know who it is. Probably Tony Pollard. Uh, I took Trey Sermon. That was obviously a bust. Um, you'd think I'd know better as a 49er fan. <laughs> um, and then I got crap after that. And then wide receiver, I've got CeeDee Lamb, which is awesome. And I got Brandon Ayuk. And then garbage. Rondell Moore, LaVisca Chenault, like just a bunch of crap. And then I got Noah Fan to tight end. Luckily, I have Knox because he's pretty good, I think. And I think he's going to be. But that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> so, you know, I'm going to have to trade uh, one of my quarterbacks after the year's over, hopefully when Watson gets, a, gets his act together and gets mm-hmm. back to a team. And then maybe hopefully get a good draft pick or something. Like, I... I I don't know. I don't even know what to do. I mean, if you re- and you, obviously you know the makeup of that league better than anyone else, but if you really feel like like you're not contending for a long time, and th- this is actually the thing that I've respected about you in the different leagues I've played in is, I, th- I think there's some people who aren't contenders, but they think that they can like sneak their way in, and then they fall short, and then they end up drafting like seventh, and then they're kind of stuck. You know, in our '96 v one league i feel like you've always been very transparent about like hey this is going to take me two or three years to be good and you're very patient with that team and now i think that team is quite good because of that so like if you're in this other league and you really don't think you can compete for a handful of years i mean is cd lamb untouchable for you because of how young he no. is and because of that talent yeah nobody's untouchable in that league with, right. with that okay. team i have i have to consider because I, I, I mean, I it would take a ton to move him. Sure. Because, because but of that's his what you and his age. But that's what but, you need to get out of that hole. Probably yeah. is a ton. And and same thing with you know if let's say Watson gets and signs with uh, I don't know Denver or or whoever sure. and gets cleared of all all this garbage, you know. Well, then I maybe say you know what I'm going to trade Josh Allen because he's going to bring in a haul. Sure. So you know maybe maybe that's the way I go about it to get to get moving faster. I don't know. I'm going to have the first pick and that there's no debate about that because like, it's not even close um, who has the worst team. Um, so, you know, okay, I'll get whatever the first pick is now. Who knows what that's going to be? I clearly don't need a quarterback. So maybe, maybe I can trade with someone who's going to fall in love with one of the quarterbacks. I don't know. Um, yeah, and I can right. get something there, but we'll see. Uh, but you know what? You can't have all your teams uh, firing at, at one time. It's just, I don't like, uh, I don't like, love going through the the rebuild that's that's uh sully loves doing that but i i don't um but i'll i'll do it um like the well the the roto heat team the, the v1 i i did wasn't in that when the draft happened i took over somebody's team and it was oh, really? hot it was hot garbage so i immediately just went to the rebuild right and i i think i do have a decent team now i you still do? got some i still got some holes um but uh we'll see i mean i don't i think jeff's team is better than mine though there so, you know, if I, I, I got to win probably the rest of the games just to get in the top four uh, to make the playoffs. So we'll see. I've said this before in this chat, and I'll continue to say it. There's not a league I play in that Jeff is in that I don't every week look at it and be like, 
God, he's going to kick my ass. <laughs> like every league I play in hit with him, 96 V1, he got injured last year, so he didn't, he didn't make the playoffs. But like it was, it was close. Um, there's a, what is it? I think it's the 96 Superflex Titan Premium League. I'm in that with him as well. And God, his team is just like so friggin' good there too. Every, every league I'm in with him, I'm like, oh, he's like really good at this. Like I enjoy, I enjoy dynasty and I enjoy fantasy football. Jeff is good at this though. Yeah. Well, he won the 96, right? I know. Uh, I mean, that, that's big money uh, to win yeah. that. Um, so yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, what else are we going to do when we've got, you know, tons of snow and, and right. I mean, you're, you're in, you're in upper New York and I'm in, mm-hmm. in, uh, in, Ont- in Ottawa. So it's, uh, we, we got lots of snow to, fight through so we gotta have something to look forward to so before i let you go last thing we've kind of started doing this the last couple weeks i'm curious to hear what you say you're not in the running i'm not in the running we generally off the top of our heads can name the people who are still in the running who do you think is the favorite right now like if you had to pick someone to win it you would say who is most likely um, I knew you were going to ask me this, <laughs> so I so I did I did look at the, the the rosters, and honestly, like I said, if Rob can can get past this week, and not have to spend a, a load of his money to to trade with somebody, mm-hmm. I I think he's going to be near impossible to beat. But if he goes out, then I would say Darcy's probably got uh, one yeah. of the best chances of anybody. Um, Curtis is a pretty good team too. Uh, especially if uh, if Kamara's knee injury is not not a problem, because uh, he has I think Kamara Cook and uh, now CMC, um, so yeah, I, I'd say one of those two. Anthony's got a good team too, though, so who knows? I don't think I think Stebbs has put up a good fight, but I think he's going to be going out pretty soon. Um, so yeah, I, I, if I had to if I had to bet today, I'd probably go with uh, either Darcy or, or Curtis. I believe, I'm willing to put this on the recording, I believe Anthony Leone goes home this week. Oh. Now, part of this is because I'm going to the Bills-Colts game this weekend, and if there was anything that would make me feel better, it would be to not watch Jonathan Taylor run for like 150 yards. <laughs> I do think the Colts are, I do think the Colts are going to struggle to score points in Buffalo. I really do. I think that... Pittman's going to have a hard time on Trey White. And I yeah. think the Bills are just kind of going to put – I mean, they've got two Pro Bowl caliber safeties, a Pro Bowl corner. I think they're going to put them out on an island and just load up that box to stop Taylor. And I don't, I don't know that this – I mean, I don't know how much you've watched the Colts. Carson Wentz makes some of the worst throws I have ever seen under duress. Oh, yeah. And so yeah, – it, It's where the stats really lie. Mm-hmm. Because, like, he only has, like, one or two interceptions. But they're but he, god he awful. Should, he should have about fifteen, because he is—he's not a good quarterback. Like I, I have him in a couple leagues, and I would sell him in a heartbeat if people think he has any value, right? Because I just don't see it. Um, but I—I I know that nobody's willing to pay for him because they—they know it, right? You, you, all it takes is looking with your eyes. And last week, like they—they they barely beat the Jags. So yeah, I think you know. I think if the Colts struggle. His quarterback is Herbert. The Chargers, they've got the Steelers. I'm not saying the Steelers are great, but they get after the quarterback. I could see it, you know. Now, if, the Col- if, if I'm dead wrong and the Colts explode, Leone's good because when you have those two guys in the Colts offense, if the Colts score close to 30, 
usually you're talking two to three touchdowns from those guys. So mm-hmm. he might be fine. As someone I like to work with says, we're going to just speak this and put this out into the universe and <laughs> see if we could wish this into existence. Corey, thanks so much for talking with me. Sorry you don't have a roster to set. I tried to set mine the first week I was eliminated, and it was it was quite the sad moment. But <laughs> I appreciate you coming on and chatting with me about your time in the league. No problem. Thanks a lot, Kevin. All right. I'll see you. All right. See you later. Thanks for listening to another week of the officially unofficial Roto Heat Guillotine League podcast. We'll be back next week. This to me is the week. This is the week where I have no idea what could happen. I've said I think Leone's going out. Rob thinks he's going out. Stebbs doesn't know what's happening. It's why he's making so many drunk trades. It's crazy. Whoever goes out, we'll reach out to them. We'll try to bring them on. Regardless, we're hoping solo pods are a thing of the past. We'll be back with a guest next week, and we hope you'll be listening. I'm Kevin Kloss. Thank you so much for listening. Best of luck this week.